welcome to episode 84 of After All This Time Always, with me, your host, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And some say he's the Dobby the House Elf of the podcast, mm. yes. He forces his gillyweed into children's mouths. Wow. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> fun. Fun way to start. Fun way to start. Uh, be careful, you gillyweed. Um, how are you guys? You good? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's good to be back. It feels like a while since we've recorded. Even though it's only been a week since we've released, we were just saying it feels like a while since we've all been together in the same yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I, I, um, I had a weekend away, and um, so we couldn't record <laughs> the weekend. And so we, we're doing this last minute, very know, last I, minute. I know it's not quite the the done thing to time stamp a podcast, but we we are release. We are doing recording this four hours before release. Yeah, yes. yes. If you're one of our super dedicated American listeners, we are recording this today as today, you're listening yeah, to as it. As you're listening to it, it live, like, matter of hours ago. In fact, this, oh my god, this, what is it? It's two in the afternoon. It's two in the afternoon for when it comes out at six p.m. in four hours' time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, so we've well, just yeah, had for, lunch for listeners. Yeah. It's yeah, it's twenty to nine. This this episode is going to be out in three hours and twenty minutes, mate. So let's stop waffling on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, edit it. How 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 was your, how was your week been, Pat? Good man, yeah, really good. Um, I've been I've been busy, but I'm away this weekend for a wedding, which I'm really looking forward to. Nice. So, Whose uh, wedding? Uh, my cousin Sean. Cousin Sean and his fiance, soon to be wife. Ooh, should nothing unexpected happen? <laughs> <laughs> Pat's got a plan. <laughs> if something unexpected happens, now you are prime oh. suspect. <laughs> suspect. There's no time one. to edit this. It's coming out in three hours. <laughs> the evidence is all there. No, it'll go fine. He, he I, I was speaking to him earlier, and he was worried. He was just saying, you know, because you plan a lot for your wedding, and you worry that everything's going to go according to plan. I'm like, look. I've been so many weddings the last few years, and I didn't mean that as like a, a complaint. <laughs> but I've been, I've been so, many, so many weddings the last few years. They've all been good, and I guarantee every bride and groom have stressed about them beforehand that things won't go according to plan. Every guest doesn't care. They have a great time, so don't worry about it. We're all there for, for the happy couple. It'll be. I'm yes. really looking forward hmm. to it. It'll be nice. Yes. Well, awesome. Where, where's the wedding? Frome? Frome? Oh, Somerset, I nice. I can't actually remember the exact word in I've oh. I've been um I've been quite lax with the plans. I just know nice. I have to be at Paddington Station at twelve on Friday and then I'm gonna find out where we're going and what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy, enjoy. It's a beautiful part of the world. Yeah, yeah. I look, I, I looked up the hotel that we're staying at online. It's a yeah. lovely place. Lovely like old cottagey type hotel. Looks gorgeous. Awesome. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff, Joe. Yes, what have you been mate. up to, mate? Um, do you know what? I should have written stuff down because I've forgotten everything. Oh, I've got a new hat because I went to Wingfest at the weekend. Went to Wingfest. So oh, now I I've, see the new hat. My green hat has gone. Well, actually, it's still there, but I won't be wearing it anymore. It's now a red hat with red less hat. sponsors on it. Nice. Oh, really? Wingfest not doing so well <laughs> these days? <laughs> it's, 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 it was bloody massive. It was right. It was last year. It was in the car park of West Ham Stadium, London Olympic Stadium. Now in it's, the stadium. No, just oh. just next <laughs> to it. It's, it's edging. No, it's edging towards it. Now it's right next to it. Like the projections were on the side of the stadium. Projections, still, still projections. Were, yeah, they, they had like a big screen up and a band and all this stuff. Right. Um, but now wings? it's uh, oh, loads of wings, mate. <laughs> nice. No, Plenty the band. Of... <laughs> oh, here he is. <laughs> cha 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 cha. <laughs> Pat's got a, a lot of unused wings material that he didn't get to in the live show. <laughs> So they've got projections, uh, right? So, what's what? What is Wingfest? Explain to Wingfest is uh, it's basically a competition for about thirty different chicken wing specialists right. come together, and then it's decided who's the best wing there. But we didn't stay around for the result. We just is went it similar there to, to eat wings. when Homer goes to Chili Fest, where you go yes, oh, very you similar. Just make your way round, and then there's someone there who's got the hottest ever one. Yeah, exactly. Did we you... did have we did have one uh, very hot wing. Uh, which actually, it was one of those annoying ones that's like a slow burn. Like, so I was Ooh. like, I was like licking my fingers afterwards. Yeah, like, it was nice. My my top lip is still chapped from uh, from that. It's all but about the aftertaste, baby. It's all about the after. Yeah, it really, uh, it burned for about five minutes, and it was. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a nice heat. It felt like uh, like a stinging nettle sort of thing. Oh, that's no good. Is that is that the norm that all of them are hot, or, or can you? No, just, no, no. Is, it's, is there your 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 low lower scale on the Nando's? It's pretty much ninety percent buffalo wings, right? Uh, and then, but there's all, there's generally two options. But uh, I'll give you my favourites. Two favourites. One was a jerk wing, which was very nice, and one it's uh, rare for a jerk. Very yeah, rare for a jerk. Really nice. 
I knew, I knew it was coming. <laughs> uh, and that's why I tried to move on to the second one quickly. Yeah, yeah. You're uh, not, you're not, I'm not having that. <laughs> the, uh, but my, my favourite was uh, the katsu wing. It was really nice. Ooh, that sounds good. It was basically just chicken katsu. It was like bread crust. It was just chicken katsu with a bone. Yeah. It was basically... It, <laughs> it was also an annoying katsu. But <laughs> 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 very, very nice. Uh, outside of that, I don't know. Other stuff. Music. A lot of music. Oh, I think the Code's tour dates have gone up. Yes. Uh, so we're doing uh, shows in Germany this October, uh, and then we'll be playing London, uh, and then we'll be off on the road again next year. Oh, nice. We yeah. I no, think... no, you're not because you have to come to the London show. What? Sorry, what? That's what you do. You go. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes. All no, you London, have. Oh, maybe. we're not playing again in London. I don't think. I think we'll do. We'll do the rest of the UK next year and some more places in Europe. Well, you but do we somewhere somewhere again. near me. Because yeah. I can't come to a London show. Uh, you've got a car, mate. Ooh. Yeah, but... Come on. Somewhere, come to Brighton or somewhere. We'll play. Yeah, Brighton's fine. Brighton's can, not can, confirmed, but I, can, I imagine we'll play I in Brighton. I can do Brighton in an hour. That is fine. This, this is... I, do, I have no idea where we're playing in the UK next year. I know the places we've all said we're definitely not going to again, but I obviously won't say that on mic. I'll tell you when we stop recording. <laughs> okay, so look at the tour and look where they don't go. <laughs> exactly yeah. where we don't go. I wonder Specifically if places we've be been before. <laughs> <laughs> just cross-reference previous tours. Uh. And if you go to all that effort, fair play. <laughs> He, yeah, fair he deserves he deserves to be found out. <laughs> and no, um, he's off mic slagging those places. Honestly, off. there's one place in particular. Whisper it to me now, and don't don't say on mic. No, I've never done never never done there. No, I've done uh, Blackburn. But... <laughs> 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 which was which was fine. <laughs> You have to. It's too funny. That's too funny. They're not going to come after you, are they? No, I don't think our listenership's very big up there. (laughs) Cool. Lots of music. Good stuff. Lots of music. Yeah, I don't know. Other bits as well. I don't know. What have you been up to? Yeah, man. You you said you went away for the weekend. I did. So I've just remembered. I did another thing. I went and saw. uh, I went to the Greenwich Comedy Festival. That's something you'd be interested in. Yes. I saw um I saw an amazing lineup by the way. Yeah. It was uh Cooper Chum McLean, who you know. Yep. The... God godmother of my goddaughter. Yes. Um So you had God sex. We had God sex <laughs> and uh, came out with Tom's child. <laughs> um, uh Tony Law, Brilliant. who who's amazing, but you never know what you're gonna get with him, but he absolutely killed I remember it. the the night we first saw Tony Law, um I had I was getting into comedy and yeah. saw that basically up the creek in Greenwich, this comedy club, had basically said, oh, appearing tonight is a comedian who's getting back into live stand-up. He's BAFTA and Emmy Award winning and basically gave all these clues that basically just said, it's Stephen Merchant. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, I yes. made sure I got tickets. Yeah, um, we went to that. that was great. And we went to that and Merchant was great, but then Tony Law came on afterwards and was absolutely phenomenal. Killed it, didn't I he? remember, yeah. Um, I remember because I was I was telling because I was telling I went with my brothers and I was telling them the first time I saw him he had me from like the first line because his opening words were so as I was saying which I which just (laughs) destroyed me like oh so I'm immediately on the floor but yeah he's quite hit and miss but he was incredible Um, Felicity Ward the Australian woman that's that who is that who I'm thinking of that's the right name yeah she was very good and Stuart Lee headlining oh very nice uh, great lineup. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, it was amazing, and it was very nice weather as well. With was that it, one day of good weather, was we it had in a tent? Yeah, yes. what kind of festival was it? What, what sort? What rules are we talking? It's, well, they call it a festival. It's not. It's basically there's a mass, a huge tent, so about probably about a thousand people can get in there. Great comedians on, and then there's some bars and some. Is food this on outside. Greenwich? Uh, Greenwich Park? Is it? No, it's the Maritime. Yeah, which was amazing. Sorry, Pat. What what have you done, mate? I've I've just said. Uh, Tom, oh, what no. have you done, mate? Oh no, I tell you something. I did actually. I oh, really okay. I really depressed the girl at work. <laughs> oh, lovely stuff. <laughs> because in what did you mean set out to? No, no, no. We oh, were just we were just talking about um, uh, plane travel, and and we were talking about this stag we've got coming up. And I was saying, you know, I was most planes I've got in a year, I think. And we started talking about plane accidents, and I said I'd actually be quite content to die in a plane crash. And she went, "Why?" I went, "Because the second you're on a plane." you've taken your life into your own hands. You know the risks going in. Like, whenever I'm on a plane and there's turbulence, I'm not going, oh, no. I'm just going, eh, it was one of the risks. I knew it going in. It's not like <laughs> if I get hit by a car and I'm like, oh, that was my fault. I should have looked both ways. 
Like I had some say over it on the plane. If it's going down, there's nothing I can do. I'm I'm quite happy with for a for a guilt free, not my fault death. Here's the thing though. I remember because um, we talked about the subject of inevitability uh, mm. in my history class in A levels, and the teacher said nothing is inevitable, and I said no, it is. And she said, <laughs> well, I said, well, if a plane was to crash, mm. and that's inevitable that everyone's going to die. If it was to crash in a certain way, like into like the side of a cliff, everyone's dying. Yeah. That's inevitable, right? Or, or sec- just in general, your own death is inevitable. No, but I just meant in that moment. In that oh, moment, right, right. Okay. I said, that's an, that's a, that's an example where it's inevitable. Cause she was, I mean, she was quite religious as well, but she was saying nothing's inevitable. Right. I was like, no, it, it definitely is. Um, and the second <laughs> thing is, uh, earlier I watched, um, Charlie's, uh, the last scene involving the character Charlie in Lost. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Not I'll tell you what, still, even these years now, it's very emotional. It's, it's so good. It's perfectly shot and performed. I'm and it's, it's Michael Giacchino's score. Why what? were you watching that? I'm uh, certain you've said on this podcast before that you've watched that. Is that a regular go-to on so, YouTube for you? Here's what I went to. So, <laughs> I, uh, some reason, I went to watch Paddington 2 scene where he needed he nearly drowns and that's very what emotional what the hell is your and problem? then I just in my head thought that's I remember watching um, uh, Sally Hawkins in that scene I just thought she has she's got some good underwater underwater acting skills oh yeah and mm. then I thought of Charlie and I went to Charlie so but yeah, what, yeah I imagine it was quite a hard thing cried to do, over actually. both scenes but then I started well, thinking the why is Charlie mm. in that room in the first place he's trying to radio the ship that's offshore so that they can all get rescued right um, but then he gets then the Russian guy with the eye patch is going to blow out the window and flood the whole station, killing yes. Desmond as well as Charlie. So Charlie shuts the door to save Desmond's save life. Desmond, yeah. D- um, Sally, didn't she get nominated for an Oscar for her underwater acting? In um... yeah, but she doesn't do to Paddington what she did to the Shape Shape of Water. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to save him for God's sake. No time for that. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Uh, do you, uh, what else did you do this week, Thomas? So I went to Edinburgh. Um, oh, of course you did. I went to back to Edinburgh. Um, <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, yeah, I went back to Edinburgh. Um, so, oh, it's been a long week actually. So Elsa started back to school. Oh, of course, she yes. started back to school. I went to Edinburgh on the Thursday, drove up, took my time, and uh, had some lovely gigs. And then on the Saturday, I had the longest day. So I got up early, got the train to Darlington, uh, went went to my friend Matt's house, um, who lives on a farm. Which is amazing. Oh, that's yeah, fun. A converted farm. It's not. Um, oh wow. Oh, it's not a functional uh, farm. No, not it doesn't a functional have, like, farm wildlife anymore, but or... it was. It was. It was amazing. And so I recorded a podcast with him. I plugged this. Of course, I did. Good man. Good man. And then I did a gig in Darlington in the afternoon. Got the train back. Did the gig in Edinburgh. Got in my car and drove um, to Nottingham. So I when you're it. when you're in Edinburgh, do you resent the audience there? Because you're like, you could be thinking. Guys, I was here for a month. No, because... It's Why didn't you come see me then? Why have I had to come all the way back up? No, it's a different setting. They did say, um, oh, there's 13 18-year-olds in the crowd. And we went, oh. Mm-hmm. Turned out they were all German. And Oh, wow. Yeah, they, How was that? Uh, they were fine. But you just... They, they, were on a, uh, they were on a course where they were learning English. And this was one of their final things right, they were sure. doing. Um, so yeah, so I go made... to Scotland, the hardest place to learn English. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so I made sure I, um, I, uh, I, you know, plugged, plugged the tour, plug codes in the card store. Don't worry, good man, <laughs> good man. So yeah, I had a long drive back. So that whole Saturday was just like long, and it didn't end till like three thirty when I arrived in Nottingham. Um, and then yeah, went to uh, it was my cousin's eighteenth birthday. We had lunch. Um, and subsequently then she had to go, was rushed to hospital and had her appendix removed. Oh God. So yeah, so that was bad. Um, and then yeah. Better out than in. I'd say this to anyone having any kind of laparoscopic surgery, ask for an appendectomy while they're in there. Because that thing's just a time bomb inside you that could go off at any moment. (laughs) There is a man that's had his appendix removed. Oh yes. (laughs) When did you have your appendix removed? Uh, it was a couple of years ago. Oh really? Did yeah. you did you just have pain and go right? I need it done. I had a, I had outrageous pain that came on over the space of four hours. At first, I thought it was just a stitch, and I was like, "God, I'm so unhealthy." I've been sat at my desk working all day, and I've got a stitch in my side. That is classic me. Um, then I thought it was trapped wind, but on the journey home, it was just getting worse and worse to the point where I couldn't even uh, like walk. Oh god! I was like pigeon steps. I thought I was going to faint from the pain, so I phoned up George and I was like, "Look, I know I never do this. Can you pick me up from the station? I just can't physically get on the bus." He took me to A&E. They kept me in overnight and operated the following morning. They were like, yeah, your appendix needs to come out. 
Wow. So what was it? Was it going to burst or something? Or? It was going to. It hadn't. And what I'm what I'm annoyed about, I never got to see it. Oh, oh, that's the thing you always see in like, well, cartoons from and TV shows from our childhood. They get to keep it in like a little jar. Little jar. <laughs> I wanted to see the little jar because right? I asked the the sur- uh, not the surgeon, but the doctor the following day. I was like, was it was it big? And I got really um, uh, what's the word where it could be either way? Um, ambiguous. Ambiguous. Yeah. I got a really ambiguous, yeah. <laughs> right. So, so that was just like, yeah, it was really big, you big wuss. <laughs> or it was, yeah, it was huge. I'm surprised right. you're still alive. So oh, I don't wow. know if it was actually big or not, but I was in a ton of pain. That's mm. crazy. And considering, like, considering the size of your, because you showed me your scars, and like the way they remove it is so strange. Oh, it's mad. Yeah, the keyhole surgery. So it's like, it's three little cuts um, and two, two either side of your belly button. Or, mm. Well, one either side of your belly button, that's two. And then one in the belly button. Kind of like you're by your hips, aren't they? The two yeah. The side, yeah. And then they How just does in- keyhole surgery work there? Because they're removing it. So do they pull that through the keyhole? I mean, when it you... can't be that big. When it? you cut across, like a cross shape, I'm mm. guessing it opens up to a square shape of, of your skin. Right. So they could pull it out through, through there. But what they do is basically they inflate your whole abdomen. So they've got plenty of room to move around. Right. Uh, and then, I mean, I, I watched this some so surgery horrible. on um, YouTube the following day because I was like, with, "Why? With, Why do you do that?" To because yourself? I was in so much pain, and but I looked down at the cuts and I was like, "The cuts are so small. Why am I in this much pain?" So I watched a surgery and I was like, "Oh yeah, they really are hacking away at this thing." Oh my god! <laughs> Jeez, well, I felt better after that. I once, I, I once had a, a cyst removed. And it was just the worst experience of my life. I was just under local anaesthetic. Had to lie down. Had to get him to stop at one point because, like, I was just I was just thinking of it. I could hear the things cutting away. The the metal clanging. Oh, together. So, were you awake? Yeah, I was. It was just like literally just numb yeah. where the cyst was. Right. Oh, I, yeah, I got put under for when I had my tonsils removed. I just remember them counting down. And I just got and then. Yeah, I That's a lot of fun. literally couldn't eat anything apart from ice cream for the first week I, or so. I rem- this, we were kids then, weren't we? We were year eight. Because I, re- I remember phoning your house to see how you were, and you'd answered the phone, and I thought it was your mum. Your voice was so <laughs> yeah. high. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, yes. it was mad. Yeah, it really, um, yeah, it was, it, but it helped a lot. Um, mm. But I'd have two weeks off, and that was... Uh, in that two weeks, I watched The Sixth Sense for the first time. Oh. oh. Yeah. I think you were the one that told me the ending. <laughs> Thanks we for that. knew the ending going in. Did we? I definitely, yeah. I never saw it without... Me and you went Same. to see it, and uh, with uh, two girls from St. Catharines, I can't remember who that... I think it was... I think I remember. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, didn't, I, I got the date wrong. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I remember And uh, we went and saw... Oh, well, you started getting off with Tom's bird. <laughs> <laughs> So much better had you not said bird. It would have been. It really would have been. place for you. No, I know. So it's only because we were texting about bird the you're other gay, day. You're going off with you're Tom's, Tom's bird. bird, did you? Um, <laughs> your bird. Oh, I only got the date wrong, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, just for, just for listeners, we have friends that don't talk necessarily the way that we talk. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, sometimes it gets in our head. Yeah, and then uh, we went to see The Haunting instead, starring Catherine Zeta-Jones. I have no remem- memory And Liam Neeson. No, not film. one no. memory of that film at it's quite all. good actually it's quite scary I'll watch it again then yeah uh, any, uh, do you, uh, did you do any other gig? didn't you gig with uh, Reginald D. Hunter the other day yes Ooh. on Monday oh, I love uh, yeah D. which is great I didn't speak to him for long but I came in I said oh hey, how are you doing Reg and he said better than I deserve which oh, I thought was such a cool way he of is saying. cooler than anyone cool isn't he yeah, yeah very cool man the audience are very old and very white but they absolutely loved him oh brilliant oh that's great news Yeah, <laughs> he, he can turn any room he's great yeah absolutely uh, I remember, I remember seeing him. I mean, this isn't very 2019, but I remember the first time I saw him once again up the creek. His opening line just really made me laugh. Uh, it was like a lot of fine-looking women in here, and then his face really scrunched up, and he went, "Some ugly ones too." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I was so angry. It was really funny. He was just joking. It was, was and it was, it was different times. <laughs> he's just, he's <laughs> just got a great voice, though, hasn't he? It's, it's, his voice is so disarming. Oh my God. It is. It is effortlessly charming. Did you ever see his uh, documentaries on music from the southern states, from like Georgia, where he's from? No. Oh, my word. So good. He's just the most charming guy and knowledgeable and cool and passionate. Oh, I'll check him out. I really B- like BBC Richard. Four? That sounds like a BBC Four it was. It was, a, it was a late... I think, in fact, I think I saw it on BBC Two. So mm. good, for, good for them. Good. Mm. Well done, BBC <laughs> Two. 
Well, uh, hopefully people won't peeve this next week. And speaking of peeves, Joe. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Have we got any peeves? The only peeve I've got is that I'm angry that at the live show, I said a scene in Quick Quotes Quiz yeah. and you said I was wrong. But that aside, we're leaving that out. Yeah, you, I'm you not did sure, the scene. I'm not sure if I said you were wrong. I just don't think... I think I said you hadn't answered it because you just continued the dialogue. You didn't yeah. specifically say what scene it was. <laughs> I Them yeah, after I know, the zoo. I, I think you just you continued... You the... should give me the benefit of the doubt that I know what scene it was given <laughs> that I was doing the rest of the dialogue from that scene. But apart from that, no peace. <laughs> if, I, if I'm asking you in a maths quiz what's two plus two and you say six because if you keep plus in two, that's what it'll be. So clearly that's... I... I know that what is it is. Not <laughs> correct. That is nothing compared. Exactly. I'm like, I no, want a definitive not. answer, not the rest of it. That is not. No. <laughs> that is not the same, and you know it. <laughs> Tom went in. <laughs> Tom's gone very red. <laughs> to be honest, when I listened to it back, I was like, oh crap, I should have given them that. Yes, but, you should have given me it. Now, now I've made the mistake. I have to live with it, so I'm going to defend it to the death. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pat, have you got any peeves, mate? No. No, me neither. Well, I haven't got any peeves, but I heard something this week. Uh, oh. I was watching an interview. And you, do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take us back because I might have an answer to an old peeve. <gasps> an old peeve? Shall I do peeves? Old peeves? Say, yeah, say peeves and then we'll travel back in time. Peeves? I think it's something we used to do instinctive, uh, or instinctually ourselves but it's a great lesson for kids take something that scares you make it funny mm-hmm. that's a great way of dealing with your fears mm. it's, uh, it's what gene wilder once said about the fact that he mocks openly mocks hitler he says the best thing to do with monsters is to tear them down yeah. laugh at them and then then they don't seem so scary is anymore mel brooks it was gene wilder in the interview was he quoting mel brooks i've heard mel brooks say that as well uh, was... Mel Brooks is probably quoting Gene <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we've got our peeves for number four yeah, sorted yeah, out. Yeah, that's something I'll that's look into. Like... Peeves? Tom, you said you attributed a quote about mocking Hitler to Gene Wilder. Mm. Yes. Joe seemed to think it was Mel Brooks who said well, it. Well, the fact that you've already said you attributed it makes it sound like I'm going to lose this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find anywhere online anywhere that Gene Wilder has said this. I can find Mel Brooks saying several similar things. Tom, any more insight into this Gene Wilder quote? Uh, no, um, I will. Yeah, I will find that DVD. Peeve remains open. Peeve Again. remains open. And to this day, that peeve remains open. And yeah. I, I feel like I've excited you a bit there because yeah. I haven't actually solved it. But oh. I, I have. <laughs> I th- I think I might know what's happened listen to this throughout the war itself and sort of certainly a long time afterwards hitler was always satirized i mean you know the the way of attacking someone like that is in part through humor because i think one of the things which undermines dictators is humor because the one thing that they have in their in their armory is fear right and you're not scared of someone that you're laughing or mocking i think hitler and any kind of you know uh anyone like that is ripe for comedy and satire it's the very thing which which pulls the, the rug from beneath their feet now tom do you think you might have quoted stephen merchant promoting jojo rabbit but two years before he said it <laughs> uh wow possibly that was the, the I, I jumped out of my seat when i heard him say, say this it was like but i but now we can get in touch with stephen merchant and say right were you quoting mel brooks, were you quoting mel brooks? Or, or, or tom G- toll or tom toll <laughs> maybe i said it maybe, maybe you, you came up it. with it first mm. i mean it's a, it is a good argument it's why i didn't mind how the manson family were treated in once upon a time <laughs> oh, like the almost slapstick God's tom sake. and jerry esque way that they were dispersed with <laughs> had this chat with my friend Bobby in Edinburgh. We really? Said, yes, because he's a he, he was going to see it again the set the following day. Oh. He liked it that much or he hated it that much. No, he, he liked got... it that much. He loved it. Um and uh, it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. It's a brilliant film. It's not a brilliant film. It's, it's not... a brilliant film to some. To su- to to very few. <laughs> <laughs> you know his uh, oh no not his um Sharon Tate's sister because I did some reading on this. Yeah. Um was obviously against the movie before it came out. She was like, why are you doing this? It's Tarantino. It's going to be very 
um, just very exploitative and, and whatnot. She read the script and was won over and spent like quite a bit of time with him. And to the point where she lent some of Sharon Tate's original jewellery to Margot Robbie while they were filming. She really liked what they did with it. Wow, well, that's cool. Why you let your sister down? <laughs> Guys, mail is very much here. Uh, there was a couple I'd forgot to look at last week that I didn't read out, and some from this week. Hot debate this week, may I say as well. Oh. Um, first, the first email, Toasty debate. the first email, however, was sent in 2010 oh. directly to me from Tom Toll. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> at, what? at half past midnight, uh, Tom Toll put on my Facebook wall, just watched Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind oh. again. <laughs> A beautiful okay. movie that gets better upon every viewing. T. The second <laughs> second viewing. <laughs> it was better than the last time. That's how you could have said that. <laughs> you love that film and you know it, you pretentious bastard. Oh. In fact, I'm going to like it. Oh, I can't even like it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I also like that that was a yeah, half past midnight. You, you were so single then. Single lonely man. As a single nice. lonely man watching a beautiful film and then writing it on my wall publicly rather than texting yeah, that is single me. Behavior. But, but <laughs> then you single... uh then you grow up and realise that film's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect film. I love that film. Or you spend you spend a lot of your youth hoping people will notice you, engage with me, and you grow up and you go, actually, do you know what? I'm quite happy that no one's talking to me at half one in the morning. I don't need anyone. <laughs> is this still about me? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the uh, the royal the royal you the royal you. <laughs> um, going back to uh, Tom to uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. Mike got in touch, said some very nice things about all of us, which is very nice. Thanks. But he said, uh, I 100% agree with Tom and his view on Tarantino. He's the, he's, he's the most arrogant creep who would potentially film a scene with him sucking himself off if he could and label it art. <laughs> Remember in Pulp Fiction where he stood around saying the N-word for about 15 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. The audacity he has to change events as to make him seem like a saviour, as Joe said, she lives on in my film. I think Pat said that. Uh, is the most hubristic thing I've ever seen or heard, and I honestly do not understand any, any anyone's obsession. Anyway, keep up the good work. Uh, <laughs> thank oh, you. Maybe, yeah, your email, mate. Maybe not lives on in the film, but what what he? I suppose a better way of saying it would be in that movie he paid tribute to her life instead of just portrayed her as a victim, which mm. is what everyone was scared he was going to do in the film. Instead, he didn't even show the one thing we all know her for. But what did he pay tribute to her life? What did he do to pay tribute to her life? She was just a talented, young, up-and-coming actress with a, with a, a zest for life, uh, excited about the career ahead of her. did you get that from that film? She was just a... a he nor- showed her just as a... a, a Empty and nothing character. No, she was. She but we went, followed for some reason. Oh, let, let's, let's not go fully back into. <laughs> he didn't this. pay tribute to his life. If right. No, the thing is, what if in twenty years' time a life comes out? I'm dead, right? Mm. And, you, and you, you would not go. Oh, that paid tribute to his life, Tom. He went and sat in the cinema during the day. Actually, that's pretty fair enough. That is fair enough. <laughs> that's exactly what you did. Uh, we had some uh, other. Before I get to the big debate. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Megan from Nebraska got back in touch with us. Dakota? Uh, <laughs> no. 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 Come on. Nebraska. That, that bit's been cut out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, that joke doesn't work. It does work. <laughs> Leave that explanation in. It does work. So their minds will wander. <laughs> it might be in the post credits. Let's see. Let's see how many more mistakes we make before the end of this record. Um... She said, thank you so much for reading out my email on the show. I may have squealed with delight when I heard it. Well, I hope I didn't yeah. ruin your cereal by reading this one out. Uh, first no, off, it wouldn't be cereal. What would it be? Well, it's America, so isn't it six o'clock? Mm. Oh, yeah, In good the point. Afternoon. Oh, yeah, she's a dedicated dinner. listener. Of dinner. Course. Dinner time. So, yeah, I hope I didn't, uh, I don't know, make you uh, crash a car? I don't know. Do you drive to work? Are you a train weirdo? I don't know. We'll find out. Let us know. <laughs> um, but she got back to all of our questions from the last episode. Oh, I think if I remember in the last episode, she's a car screamer. Yeah, I think that... you're right. Okay, so uh, so now she's well, a car, okay, car you know squealer. What? Squeal away. Squeal, Squeal away. away. Well done. 
Uh, first off, Joe, there should be no complaining about having to go back and listen to an old episode to get a timestamp. Listening back is a treat, so you're welcome. Oh, Actually, well, you. the timestamps I got for those uh, earlier bits with uh, talking about uh, Mel Brooks, uh, I got Pat to do. Yeah, oh, okay, so <laughs> it's a chore. So right. Pat can complain. Um, so anyone who believed my my reaction that I was hearing it genuinely for the first time, <laughs> I believed it, mate. Pat didn't know why I was doing it, though. To be fair, no. That's um, here's some extra information for you. Nebraska Huskers. What was our prediction? They were a football oh, team. Oh, we thought football, and then we argued about whether or not they Ice could hockey. be a hockey team. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, the Huskers, also known as the Corn Huskers, are a sports team associated with the University of Nebraska. All teams, 22 teams over 15 different sports, are called the Huskers. Wow. But two of the most popular are football and, I'll give you a point in the quiz if you get it, one guess. Lacrosse. No. Basketball. Volleyball. Ah. Uh, one of our biggest claims to fame is our sellout streak for both football since 1962. Wow. Well, Every game since 1962 sold out. That's amazing. Uh, and, like volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. and volleyball Not since 2001. Uh, if you ever find yourself stateside in the fall... Uh, I would be more than happy to introduce you to Husker fandom. That sounds it's fun. It's true, but we don't do fall. It's autumn. Very it's much autumn. autumn. So, uh, Hang, just just quickly, Joe. In yeah. ten things ahead about you, yes. doesn't the dad go there? I thought you were going to go to be a husky, be a, be a husky like, like me. me. Can you clarify that, please, Megan? Is, is are you, do you live in ten things ahead about you land? Is I mean, you you guys will visit now. In ten things ahead about you, is that in Nebraska? I don't. Do we ever clarify? I don't. I thought Sarah you're... Lawrence is. Uh, is the other side of the country. Yes. I thought um, you were going to go, be a husky, like me. Like me. We need to look up what that quote yes, is. Yes, we I do. I thought you were going to go to something and be a husky like me. Is the University of Nebraska. I don't remember him saying Nebraska. No. I no thought maybe like a, that's why he, he says, says husky, though. Yeah, does he not say upstate? No, but he says, I, I thought you were going to go to, and then says the um, name of the university. We'll peeve it, Tom. We'll or get it. Megan to get back to us. Oh. Uh, a runza. What did we say that a runza was? A runza. I don't uh, remember. I don't remember that bit. A runza. Uh, a runza is a bread pocket sandwich filled with beef and cabbage. Runza is also the name bread. of a fast food restaurant here in Nebraska, where you can get these sandwiches. Sounds good. Um, Kool Aid. We know what Kool Aid is. Yes. Um, it. But oh, I didn't know this. It normally comes in a powder, and you mix it with sugar and water to make the drink. I thought I you did. just boiled it in a nice little. I did not know. Bottle. That. That's why it's so easy to add cyanide. <laughs> um, Even though they didn't, the best flavor is strawberry. Flo- close, followed closely by a grape. Drinking the Kool Aid is a phrase that came out of the Jonestown Massacre. Yes, we knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a Reuben, uh, I think I called this. This is here. Yeah, a sandwich is... with a lot of meat in. Mm. Would it, 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 meat we... and cheese. I'm guessing meat uh, and cheese. Let's go. Cockney rhyming slang for barricello. So when you're playing the cello, <laughs> oh, get get out the old Reuben, the old Reuben bar- barricello. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> that's Could not, be. That's not actual rhyming slang, is it? No, it's not, it is... doesn't rhyme. <laughs> no. But, okay, well, we had fun guessing. Um, Marty Pello. You're. Uh... <laughs> 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 I mean, that's not going to play stateside. No, no, <laughs> Mar- the Marty Pello gags. Um, you're correct on this one, calling it a meaty sandwich. But specifically, it's a toasted sandwich with corned beef, Swiss cheese, Pat, sauerkraut, and Russian or Thousand Island dressing on oh rye bread. That sounds like I love corned beef. And I love some Thousand Island dressing and sauerkraut. I'm going to have a Reuben. I can't even talk. He's dribbling. Putting <laughs> <laughs> on the microphone. Uh, she said, thank you all. Megan, no bye guys at the end. Oh. Mm, interesting. Interesting choice, Megan. We, we, <laughs> we'll we, allow it. We, we knew what she meant, though. We knew what, what, she, we knew we knew what she meant when she said goodbye. <laughs> even if she shouted it at her computer instead of typing it, <laughs> I'd be happy enough with that. <laughs> Thanks for everything. Bye guys. Bye guys. Uh, I forgot this one from last week. This is from Nuri, uh Netherlands oh, yeah, correspondent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it says, hi guys, hope you're well. Uh, I haven't been doing great, but listening to the show and hearing you all talk so much nonsense has really helped. I've become a train weirdo since my bike was stolen. Oh, that is, what? That's rubbish. I'm that's really annoying. sorry to hear that, mate. Uh, I'm very sad I won't be able to come to the live show. This is how old this is. Uh, especially since I'll be going to London only a month later. So she'll be here oh. this month. Uh, I'm going to see Hamilton with a friend, but if you have any other tips on fun stuff to do, those would be very welcome. I've also forced a friend to start listening to the show so that I can rise in rank, and so she'll get to enjoy the show, of course. Yeah, Uh, yeah, well, that's a plus one. Yep. Well, while it's it's sad that you became a train weirdo, um, I'm happy that you're a train weirdo plus one. Yes, exactly. Uh, And if your friend gets in touch, that's another plus one. 
Yes. Uh, well, what what can uh, what can she do while she's in London? What would we recommend? Oh, well, uh, I'd say hit up the the M and M store. <laughs> yes, the M and M store in Leicester Square. <laughs> I'd say uh, do do the Monopoly. Work your way around the Monopoly board. That's a good idea. Yeah, go do just do some London stuff. Go get on the tube. Yeah, get on the go. bus. Go explore go off the beaten track what, what I enjoyed when we went to not when, too far off the beaten track not yeah. too far like, stay in London <laughs> yeah <laughs> but when me and Joe went to New York we had a list of like movie locations we wanted to visit mm. so by checking in on those we also discovered other places on the on along yeah, the way it was really yes. cool so if you're a fan of anything that's been filmed in London like the, the Sherlock series or or you know episodes oh yeah you can go well, to the front door of Sherlock near, it's just around the corner next from to, yeah next to Speedy's Cafe Speedy's Cafe well she also mentions uh, recently I watched Fleabag and loved it. Oh, so I mean, if you can get lucky enough to get the tickets for the you show, can't. if she's still doing it, you can't. There's, there's the fifteen pound lottery they keep doing. Really, so yeah. you might get lucky. I thought this um, was like the last week of it because aren't they airing it in cinemas tomorrow? Oh, I think it is tomorrow. You're right. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. Well, today why, day of release, um, it's yeah. in cinemas. Fleabag and Hot Priest were handing out gin and tonic. Gin and tonics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought of. Um, I thought of. I think not just us. There was other people <laughs> that thought of people that. Thought of me. Uh, and you I currently appreciate. are drinking gin and tonic. I'm on the, the on the gin uh, slimline tea. Um, what, what a cool greatest, thing to do! I mean, yeah, that's amazing. Cool. I love them both if, anymore. What I love is if one of the if they were walking along and handed you one, you would open your bag to reveal several more <laughs> within the bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, no, you're all right, thanks. Yeah, I've got Given someone more needy. <laughs> Although I, I did, I did spot it wasn't entirely factual because they were handing out Gordon's gin and tonic, not the M and S ones. That they, they looked like the M and S ones to me. They were green. They no, the, one of them, one of them, the, had, one the, of them had. Uh, oh, did the, oh okay, so they were different. Green types. and silver, so oh, yeah. like yeah. the ones they um, drink on the show. But uh, so yeah, uh, but then I'm sure there's loads of fleabag touristy stuff you can go see in like West yeah. London and stuff. Yes, um, go do that. But she says, <laughs> I like the way she ends this, right? Because <laughs> the very end, she just goes, she writes, "All right, keep up the good work." But it's all right, comma. So it's like, all right, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Get this over with. Uh, and then she says, "Bye, guys." P.S. Also been listening to About Your Etiquette quite a lot. I really like it. That was the latest single from Codes in the Clouds. Thank you so much for that, Nurai. We will be in Germany. Explain that. (laughs) You guys are fing by the way, for not knowing that was my latest single. I've listened to it, but I don't know what the name is. You never um, know. It's not like you say the song name in the you know, about your etiquette. That's true, that's true. You know, it's not a thriller, is it? It (laughs) (laughs) can't It just uh, but uh, but anyway, uh, but yeah, Nora, we'll be we won't be in Netherlands. we might be in Netherlands next year. But in October, we're in Germany and some bits sort of bordering and in the Netherlands. The if you fancy, if fancy, <laughs> yeah. if you fancy a journey, I've made the journey from Holland to Germany for a show. Well, you took a long journey from Milan to Minsk. Minsk. <laughs> Rochelle, Rochelle, <laughs> Catherine, the original American correspondent, got back in touch. Um, Howdy ho. <laughs> it is always funny. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, she says, "Hey fellas, hope you're doing well. Just wanted to comment on your last episode. First of all, I'm super sad I couldn't get to the live show. From what I could tell, it was a fun time. It really was, and yes. I can't wait to do it again. Um, also, wanted to put my two cents about the butter sandwich slash bread <laughs> debate. Now, mm. can I say I'm Trust so delighted this has gone international? This yeah. debate." I, I started I, as a drunk debate on the tube. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I've always felt like this deserved to go international. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this deserves to go um, cosmic, <laughs> universal. Even like this is huge. Like I've had so many texts this week from my mum, yep. from people I used to work with. Uh, we we've had it on our WhatsApp group for our old school yes. friends. Like mm. Loads of people chiming in. I've mentioned it to people at work. Everyone's got opinions. Everyone's got opinions. Uh, and very, bear in bear it's very much the referendum. It really is. Yeah. Uh, it's got it got a bit heated, mainly yeah. between me and you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not changing the definition of anything. Was a quote yeah. I said this yes, week. <laughs> I'm not changing the definition of anything. <laughs> I was shocked at how annoyed I was by that. It's not even Tom's fight. No, <laughs> no he doesn't even care. I was... um... <laughs> okay, come on. What, what, what Sorry. Uh, Catherine said, bear in mind, uh, Steve, Stephen, 
we had a fair few people get in touch about this, but I'm being biased as I print out and read the emails. But uh, Stephen, obviously, last week said, uh, called my argument utter nonsense, was it? I think it was. Yes, uh, and then we called it butter nonsense. Butter nonsense, that's it. Uh, Anyway, Catherine says, butter in between two pieces of bread is a sandwich. Not a good one. That's not the question. Uh, but a sandwich nonetheless. I mean, how is it different than a peanut butter sandwich? I can put peanut butter on toast or, and this is the important part, put it between two pieces of bread to make a sandwich. To hopefully end this war of sandwich that appears to have gone on for a ridiculous amount of time, I have found a definition of what constitutes a sandwich. A sandwich is a single piece of bread or two pieces of bread. Now, I wasn't arguing for the fold, but I'll take it if it's a definition. Um... That surrounds a filling both on top and the bottom as it is eaten, where the bottom of the sandwich is gripped by the thumb and the top is gripped by the fingers. I just don't consider butter a filling because you never mention it in any of your sandwich names. Ham sandwich. Well, I, I actually, I took this. Ham and Some butter. would say you're I, changing I, the definition. I took this, <laughs> I took this uh, to the street <laughs> and I spoke to one of my friends. And uh, they reminded me of the existence of a very famous French sandwich, Jean Bombert, which right. literally translates to ham and butter sandwich. Okay. Jean so Bombert, Fran- baby. So you the- say, you're saying the French aren't as good as us at food. They're a yes. lot better. I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying in a different country, they have different name for things. Jean Bombert. I just uh, don't want to live in a world where a butter sandwich is a, is an acceptable sandwich. I'm, no, it's not about whether it's acceptable to eat it I'd or much whether rather it's a just nice call, thing. It I'd much is rather a just sandwich. call it bread and butter. If I'm if I'm going to call that a sandwich, I go. What sort of terrible world would have butter as a sandwich filling? It's bread and butter. Well, your bread and butter in a minute. Um, Anyway, I thought I should let you know that I've told about five co-workers about your podcast. I hope they listen in. As always, I enjoy listening to y'all. Cheers for now, Catherine. Well, I mean, let us know if they they take the teat. Um, Where they fall. (laughs) fall. (laughs) What? Is that the phrase? I don't know. I think think it's a phrase. (laughs) Um, It is now. One last bit. Our Mexican correspondent, Andrew, got in touch. Oh, I saw this. Uh, And this just really made me laugh. Um, I used to put butter on a tortilla, roll it up and call it a taco. So bread with butter in the middle is a sandwich. (laughs) Love that. You can't... (laughs) Absolutely love that. So please, keep your correspondence coming. Yeah, do keep your correspondence coming. At aattapod at gmail.com. Is it bread and butter or a butter sandwich? Now, there's a reason I'm not putting this to a Twitter debate, because I know I'm losing. As in, like, a a vote on Twitter. Right. I know I'll lose it. I'd rather have correspondence... Call the general election. Right, so we've managed to forget to do any features outside of reading emails. Yeah, <laughs> we've got sh- oh, yeah. long chats, haven't we? Good chats. I've enjoyed today, though. It's, my life will ever be either the bread and butter debate or Gene <laughs> Wilder or Mel <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Brooks say it. That's it. We rested on a lot of old uh, old content for today's show, but it was worth it. I it think. was good fun. I've had a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, next week we'll do New Pensive. Thank you again, Lupin. Lupin has sent through some brilliant New Pensive, some tough ones in there uh, as well. We know we've got a P for next week. There might be some more coming out. We need to find out what that damn school was from 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes. Um, which, um, which, which means both of us are going to watch 10 Things I Hate about you this week which isn't a bad which thing do you know what maybe, anyway. maybe I'll watch it because I still never seen it maybe I'll watch uh, it this add week add it to your 100 this year. how I are watched, you guys getting on with your 100 by the way um, I'm on 70 I watched although I did watch an old film that I haven't seen for a while last night I watched Adventureland which oh, okay. is right. still brilliant I haven't watched that in ages actually. oh it's great it's so that's good. the Kristen Stewart um, Jesse Kirsten Stewart Eisenberg. and uh, Jesse Kirsten or Kristen I thought it was Kristen Stewart uh, no, I call her Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> Kirsten to a friend. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I've actually, I've got seventy nine. Oh wow! I've, I can't believe I've overtaken Tom. But uh, yeah. I'm doing this all knowing that pretty much up in December, I don't, I won't have much time. Yeah, because I've, I've, I, I've got a list of my must watches in December, and there's about fifteen of them. Yeah, your December traditions. It's just about you want to make the most of the first of December to the twenty fourth of December. Well, mm. Last last Christmas, Netflix brought out some you know some Christmas films. To yes, to watch. So you could knock up a few of them. The Kurt Russell one. Yeah, I, well, I think. Oh, we'll yeah, put, the put, Santa Chronicles. Well, actually, yeah. uh, I was talking with Hannah about because Hannah told me the other day she's going to be uh, away the weekend of December the first, and December the first is Christmas decoration day. She'll be back like that night. 
And I was like, okay, well, I'll do decorations during the day. But that night, we need to watch a Christmas film. How should we start? And she suggested we watch that one again. You don't want to go top heavy. You don't want to go for the classic on the 1st of December. No, no. Ease yourself do into you watch Christmas. A, with do you the watch Kurt a Russell. film a day? Not a film a day. No, no, no. But you just watch as many as you can. So, The, the Home Alones. Mm. Elf. Uh, Scrooged. Mir- Miracle See, one on thing, wh- Scrooged. One thing yes. Christmas used to be is because... You know, before streaming sites, Christmas used to be where you watched the blockbusters of the year mm. or the previous years because mm. they would go on telly mm. or yeah, you'd get them on video. I remember it was it a was scary film. It wasn't um, it wasn't front page news, but it was news in the paper when BBC had won the bidding war to show the first Harry Potter movie yes, yeah. at Christmas. It was because oh, every, yeah, everyone yeah. wanted it. Yeah, even though I think I had it on DVD. Maybe I think it had been out for years. Most people, yeah. people that wanted to see it could see it anytime. Yeah. You, I mean, we, do we decide, where do you, do you class that first Harry Potter film as a Christmas film? Uh, I, it certainly got a Christmassy feel it's from got a the Christmas-y soundtrack. Feel, mm. but I don't, I could watch that anytime. I don't need but to. But I, I think that's John Williams. Mm. It sounds ve- that the sound as well and the melody is very similar to the Home Alone score. All very similar. So it's sort of that's just it's just John Williams. I put it in the, with a heart again. I put it in the same bucket as Die Hard. I consider it a Christmas film, but I could watch it any time of year. Yes, 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 yes. I'm the same. Uh, but yeah, so seventy nine. I've, I've, I don't think I've watched anything amazing recently. Yeah, you, can, you, can, you can afford to slow down now, really. Can't I you? can, yeah, but I want I want to be in the early to mid nineties by December first, mm-hmm. and then I mean, it's got Star Wars, obviously. Yeah. Have you seen any new films at the cinema recently? Um, no, no. no I'm you, very you, excited not about since the Hobson Co- Shaw. You not s- up, up for seeing it? I didn't see the first one. See, I've not no. seen the first one or the second one. And what annoys me is that they go on about how it's oh, it's your you know nightmares from your childhood. But really, I found that it's adulthood that's scary. Yeah. Not, not not kid adulthood. <laughs> Very good film gag there, Thomas. Well, no, I, I didn't mean to do the film gag. It generally is like any scares you had when you were a kid. You know, were based in. You know, um, the unknown, the unknown yeah. of fear. Whereas adulthood is scary. It's the known, it's the known. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, well, trust me, kids. When you find it's, out, it's yeah. even worse. Oh, the inevitable. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't, I haven't been to cinema for a while, but oh, it, it, we've got a great sort of couple of months coming up. We have got mm. Joker coming up. That's winning a whole bunch jo- of awards. Joker, Jojo Where do you Rabbit. sit on the the Joker thing? Because a lot of people are saying it's. Um, I mean, I, I know not to judge a film before I see it, but a lot of people are saying it's. It's the idea of making someone sympathetic. Because you know how Gl- I feel glor- about a villain. Glorifying I the like, incel culture. I, was yeah, sort of. glorifying the incel culture. I like a villain to be a villain. I don't want to feel sympathy for a villain and go, oh, that's why he turned into a mass murderer. I'm I not like sure. my villains. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily want to feel sympathy for him, but as a character, I want to find him engaging. Even if I hate him, mm. uh, but you understand where he's come from, that, that's enough. I don't have yeah. to like him by the end of it. Again, it's like, it's like Breaking Bad. You don't have to like him by the end of it. No, that's what makes mm. the character so captivating. Falling down. Yeah, it's a great. He's like that's he's, a fun movie. That is a. That's just a laugh a minute. That film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we'll, do, we'll, we'll reserve get, right for when we see it. But exactly. Yeah. Uh, but also that brings me because also in December, along with my must watches for the Christmas period, mm. December will also be when Pat and I do our big Star Wars rewatch. Yeah. So that'll be. What ten films over the course of three days? Yeah, once it, we had no mini cor- marathon. We had no correspondence on this, <laughs> listeners. Would you be interested in Pat and I recording, watching over the course of a weekend every Star Wars film and losing our mind? Now, even if you don't have interest, let us know that you don't have interest because yeah. if no one gets in touch, because I might do it anyway. I see indifferences. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so three days. So you're taking taking the day off work, or you already got it off anyway? Um, I will, uh, it depends what three days we're looking at. Yeah, I'll probably end up having to take a day off work or it would be half a day. Yeah, we might do it over two and a half days, maybe. Well, uh, start late on a Friday. Speaking of, uh, taking a day off work, Pat, you might have to do that in November. Yes. We we still, we aren't actually allowed to announce it, but we can say that we'll be in the north of England on the 22nd of November. Yes. Near... In a small town in Yorkshire. Yes. <laughs> yes. But we can't announce it because tickets aren't on sale or no, anything No, tickets yet. aren't on We've sale We've been told yet, not to announce it. No, but... but so uh, we, we haven't said anything. 
We haven't said, haven't said We just said we'll be there. But as we've been booked, I can assume they don't listen. So we can say we'll be, <laughs> we'll be in, in Yorkshire on the 22nd of uh, November this year. We'll for, for there'll some be reason, microphones. There will be microphones. We're, we might just go to an Airbnb and record a podcast there. Yeah, or we're not, we're not we saying. might have guests that's come, that's, come visit that's us for, that's, in exchange that's, for money. That's, that's, it, that's, that's enough. That's, that's enough. That is enough. Oh, I got something else to plug. Because yeah. Joe, oh, cool. Joe, you plug uh, you plug your music, and Tom, you plug your your comedy every now Love and then. Love plugging oh, my music. Um, I got something to plug. It's not necessarily. It's nothing that I've worked on, but the company I work for has had a movie um, coming out on the third Friday the thirteenth this week. It comes out. Oh wow! In UK cinemas, and it won the. Um, oh crap! I can't remember the name of it. Can't, uh, the Palm Dior. Not the Palm Dior, because I think Palm Dior. Come on, both of it you. It was um, Christian Dior. <laughs> <laughs> It was the, but it was the best documentary at Cannes. It won best documentary at Sheffield, best oh, wow. documentary at South by Southwest. Amazing! It is. I I watched it a few weeks ago, and it is harrowing, very difficult, but madly important movie. Um, it is this uh, this this lady called Wad who worked for Channel 4 News and lived in Aleppo in Syria during the uprising and the siege. Oh, wow, okay. And she would film these reports and send them to Channel 4 News, but she filmed everything. And it is this just this very heartfelt human look at the uh, siege in Aleppo where she meets a guy and falls in love. And the wow. crux of the movie is, like, this isn't really ruining anything. She's pregnant. Okay. She gets pregnant. And it's then, do you fight the, uh, the regime? Or do you look after your child? Right. That's what the majority of the drama... It's a documentary. It's all true. Wow. It is one of the most powerful things I've ever seen. Brilliant. Okay. Well, wow. what's it called? It's called For Sama. And Sama's the name of her child. Uh, the daughter she has. Okay. And the whole movie is basically a love letter to her child explaining the decisions they made wow. and why they made them and when they made them. Wow. Uh, and it is, it is devastating. You will cry. Tom loves a tear. It is a massive tearjerker. Underwater scenes? <laughs> underwater scenes? No, just under no. siege. Uh, oh, very nice. Uh, okay, so Fosama, or Fosama. Fosama. F O R. How's Sama spelled? S A M A. It will be, so yeah, it'll be in select cinemas in the UK from the 13th of September. If you can't go see it, it will be on Channel 4 at some point later on this year. Brilliant. Definitely I'll, see it if you can. Um, I will, I will, will there seek be it a out. sequel for Sama Awakes. <laughs> <laughs> for the, I think it's going for Force Awakens. Oh, Force Awakens! Oh, because Star Wars is on the TV yeah. uh, for Star Wars. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> no, <laughs> there won't. All right, gang. Well, I've got I've got a quiz for you guys, um, and this quiz is your classic buzzing. Oh, but I can tell you. At least one of these questions has a bonus point attached oh, to it, but I'm not going to tell you which question has the bonus point attached. Is it the third one? So just feel free to, give, one. to give me some additional information All to right. an answer if you want to get a to bonus To the answer point. to the fifth one. <laughs> I'm not saying which one it is, mate. It's the first um, one. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. All right, but, right, fingers on buzzers. Yeah. Uh, which actor played Hagrid? It. Tom. It was Robbie Coltrane. That is a point for Thomas Toll. And I don't know the name of his body double, who was the actual eight foot tall, <laughs> but that would be the that was uh, the additional sorry. information. That wasn't the additional information I was looking for. Uh, what does the K in J.K. Rowling? It- Saint Columbus, Holland. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to give Pat the answer, even though you got there first because his was funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, go and give it no, to it's him. No, it's so, um, Catherine. Patrick. It's Kathleen. Oh, it's Kathleen. And Patrick gets that one. And your time's up. The additional oh. information you could have given for that oh, answer. What is, is that Jay's Joanne? That, her, that Kathleen is not her real name. It's her grandmother's name. That would have been the bonus oh, okay. point. So the bonus point's gone, guys. Oh, okay. um, in which month is Harry Potter's birthday, it- Tom? Oh. It is uh, August. No, it's not. Pad- July. Oh. Pad- Tom, you were having a nightmare. Who is Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher in Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix? Tom. It is um it is uh, 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 
Dolores Umbridge. Sorry. Correct. Sorry. No, I know. I know. I've been told off for doing that before. Well but. done. Uh, yeah. But it is, it is annoying when it's tip of the tongue, isn't it? Yeah. I'll let you off. Okay. Thank question you. five. Which pish, which picturesque little village is the only? <clears throat> oh, now I'm, this is a gamble. Little Hangleton. Uh, no, I will finish <laughs> the question. Is the only all wizarding village in Britain? Oh, oh. it's um, it Hogsmeade. It's Hogsmeade. <laughs> It was the little that, that threw yeah. me. Question six. Which professor reminds Harry strongly of a glittering insect? <clears throat> Trelawney. Correct. Well done. That wouldn't have been the answer. I would, I would have said Ferenz. Uh, no, but I remember the bug eyes because she's got the big go. glasses. Uh, question seven. Which Ravenclaw student, one year younger than Harry, has a straggly waist length? <clears throat> Luna Lovegood. There you go. The end of that would have been uh, straggly waist length, dirty blonde hair, grey eyes, and a permanently surprised look. Uh, eight. In which book is Harry? Po- in in which book in the Harry Potter series do we not see Lord Voldemort? Eight. Prisoner of Azkaban. That is correct. This is a great quiz today, right. guys. Good quizzing. Question nine. Quidditch is played using four balls: a golden snitch, a quaffle, and two eight. what? Tom. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you have a thing. And two beaters. You get the point. <laughs> yeah, the answer was bludgers, and it was a bludger. <laughs> well done. Well, let me guess what question ten's going to be. <laughs> Last one. Who killed Cedric Diggory? <clears throat> Tom. Peter Pettigrew. That is correct. Mm, very nice. That would have thrown me, actually. Yeah. yeah, that would have thrown me as well. It's a sneaky little question. Yeah. Okay, so let's top up the points. Tom, you got one, two, three, four, five, six. That means, Pat, you got four. That's a good, good yeah. quizzing, chaps. Well done. You but you both deserve to win, but you don't. Um, <laughs> but one of you will lose. <laughs> one of you is going to lose horribly. Um, right, let's get these top trumps out, shall we? Um Okie doke. Right, Tom, pick a card. Any card. Any of these cards. <laughs> you knew the joke I was about to make. <laughs> of course I did. You were off mic. <laughs> Just walk out the room. <laughs> Gotta go get a card. <laughs> All right, uh, Pat, you're losing. Uh, so who you got? What's, well, what's your discipline before well, I tell you who I, I got? I am going to go for Wisdom. Okay, so I've got uh, Try was a Champion, Fleur de la Coeur. Ooh. Wisdom, 54. <laughs> I've got Parvati Patil, Wisdom, 15. Oh, oh my word! Was, that is harsh that was, on Parvati, I think. That was a demolition. That is pretty harsh, actually. So what was that? It was 54 to 15. Yeah. So you get an extra 39 points, Pat, so that leaves you on 43. Wait. Yeah, 39. Four, Wait. Yes. 29. He had 15. Yeah. You have... 54. So, is it 20... Is No, it's 39. I don't care. Give me 39. 39. Who cares? So, yeah, so 43 <laughs> to 6. Pat wins it. Uh, well done, by the way. <sighs> I'm proud of you. Yeah, well I'm done. I'm proud of you both. <laughs> well well done I'm on pr- that game of chance. I'm yeah. proud of you <laughs> <And> both. <laughs> <laughs> You put, you both did very well today, and you should both be very proud of yourselves. Well done. I'll try well, and well do a quiz as good as that a, next week. Quiz, yeah. Well done you on getting this edited so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good lord! Yeah, we've got. Well, actually, we've recorded in quite good time. We've got two hours to do this. There you yeah. go. I, I, I can't wait to get the panic text in one hour. Oh my god, I didn't back it up. <laughs> I didn't back up my data. Yeah, which is true. Actually, to be fair, every single episode we tried to set out, we've we've sent out. We've never had to miss a week, have we? No. We've never we've never missed a week. We took a couple of weeks off at Christmas, and yeah, but we, we initially we did them bi-weekly. Everything scheduled has gone out, so well done us. Mm. You know, and it wouldn't be possible if we didn't have you, train weirdos. Thank you so so much for listening. If you do want to get in touch with the show, join our uh, Facebook page or follow us on Twitter at aatta pod or send us an email aatta pod at gmail dot com. We genuinely love hearing from you so much yes. so that we will drop every other feature just to read out your <laughs> just, emails. <yeah. laughs> Bread and Buttergate, where'd you stand? Where'd you Rewatching stand? Star Wars, do you want to hear care? it? Yeah. Um, do you care? <laughs> Bread and Butter, do you care more about that than Star Wars? They clearly yes, do! They clearly do! <laughs> 
um, we yeah. If you want to get any friends involved, uh, you get them into the the podcast. You will earn a plus one status. Mm. You know, that's cannot stress this enough. If you want to leave us a review on iTunes, it really does help our uh, popularity on the internet, and it helps us keep making this because yes. uh, obviously it's not it's not great to be screaming into the void. So knowing that no. there's people out there that listen to it really helps and the more um, people that say they like it the more people will find us as yes, well yes and if, you, if we can make this financially viable it would be even better <laughs> oh, oh my god the, the original core audience will send you all a, a, some Bertie Bots or something alright we're ending the show Tom. yes uh, all we that remains to be said is my name is Tom Toll my name is Patrick Holland I'm Joe Power this has been After All This Time always bye guys there will be no outro <laughs> <laughs> new favourite song oh what is it yeah um, so do you know the guy that sang uh, by Grace Kelly uh, yes what was his oh, name Micah Mika Mika yeah. Micah I want to you know, the guy that sang I want to be great by Grace Kelly Mika M- Mika <laughs> yeah Mika yeah I know so I'll just oh, do, do, who's the guy that sang I want to be like Grace Kelly Mika oh who's the guy that sang I want to be like Grace Kelly He's not getting it, is he? It's Mika. I don't, I don't get it. Meek. When you say something, Mika. Oh, Mika. Mika. <laughs> Put that away. <laughs> oh, shall I cut it out? <laughs> no, keep it in just to show this is what happens. That's, that's, now okay. that I get it. Now I've got the, I've got the post. That's good. But yes. there's got to be a better I, way of... It's, it's, very, it's Tim Vine. If you it's were Tim, Tim Vine, Vine, I would have I yeah, would have been yeah, prepared yeah, yeah. and ready for a joke. Like I, uh, that. It's very I, much bolder, isn't it? I saw a, a, a naked uh, woman uh, from the midwest, mid uh, Central America. Okay. Yeah. She was from a mid-Central American state. Dakota. Well, I gave her my scarf. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's... Uh... So this is what I've been working on. You get... um, okay, you're getting there. I've also been working on... Um... I've, I've been experimenting with um, new versions of tea lately. Some oh. of them aren't good, but some of them are worth a try. Oh, Thank you. I mean, I don't, I don't yeah. like... Dakota? It's better than Dakota. I, well, I, 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 I didn't don't. like any of them. <laughs> <laughs>